what do you say at Christmas time? I was trying to think. It's uh, 28 years of preaching Christmas messages, and um, I don't really remember what I preached from one year to the next. I could look it up, I guess, um, but I didn't this this week. And as I was thinking about today, I got um, quite impressed by the story of the shepherds watching their flocks by night. And just the imagery and the use of the, the words and the language around light. And the fact that Jesus is referred to in other parts of the scripture, and we're going to get to that in a moment, as the light of the world. Um, and what struck me more than anything was the fact that the shepherds were visited by an angel. That's one thing. But the other thing was that it was at night. And uh, even we sing the carol while uh, shepherds washed their, wash their socks, watched <laughs> watch their, watch their flocks by night. Um, that wasn't supposed to come out like that. It was, just, it, was, it was background noise and it just popped out of my mouth. But, you know, you know that, yes, Glenn's appreciating it while they wash it. Anyway. The point is, it's by night. Like, who knows what time, what time of the day were you born? Anyone know what time were you? Lunchtime? Anybody here know that they were born in the wee small hours of the morning? Few people. Anybody not know, have a clue what I'm talking about? You were born, right? So somewhere along the line. Um, it's, but it appeared to me as um, quite an interesting little snippet of information that the light of the world, Jesus, was born in the dark. And so the light literally came into the darkness at exactly the right time when God intended it to. But they, the shepherds were watching their flocks by night and an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them. Again, you can read that really quickly and go, oh yeah, it's, a, it's part of the Christmas story, wacko. But I'm wondering... Um, what an angel looks like and what that glory looked like. And I got thinking about a bolt of lightning and how when lightning bolt strikes, like the whole countryside's lit up for a split second. But what if a lightning bolt could be sustained for a conversation? Because I reckon the angel is probably as bright as a bolt of lightning. And it's like you don't get terrified by just a bright light. I mean, it might surprise you to start with, but it goes on to say that they were terrified. It's like, I love thunderstorms and I love watching lightning, but I think I'd be terrified if a bolt of lightning sort of just manifested quite close and uh, it didn't just go flick, but it was like this, this bright, put your hand over your eyes almost moment of incredible light an angel, a messenger from heaven comes to them and says, don't be afraid, I bring good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, Saviour has been born to you. Um, and you know, you could read on for the rest of the story. When the angel left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened. I wonder whether my response to a visit from God, whether it was by an angel, whether it's by you as a messenger for God, having something to say about something for me personally, whether it was a message, a sermon spoken or something that you and I might have listened to, have I had the response of these shepherds? 
let's go and check this out. Let's go and see if what we think we just heard, we're not even sure what we just saw because it scared the living daylights out of us, but we're going to go and check it out. I want to stir your new level of, a new level of curiosity in you for 2024. Let's go and check it out. Don't just go, oh, 2024 is coming, it's like just another year. Why don't we step into 2024 like the shepherds did with Jesus, with curiosity? Let's go and see, wonder what's around the corner. What's coming up next year? And it's going to be all sorts of things, good, bad, and everything in between. But curiosity is a good thing to have, I reckon. And so we've got this dynamic of these guys turning up. And uh, then in one, John chapter 1, John has a different take on Jesus. The birth story of Jesus is kind of irrelevant to John. Other than to say, however, he picks up on this incredible reality that Jesus is light. And starting in verse 4 of John 1, he says, In him was life, and that life was the light. Say light. light. Say it again, light of all mankind the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it i don't think there's any mistake that the bible tells us that jesus was born at night because it's such a significant thing that he is the antithesis of darkness he, he is light there's, there's no darkness in him at all it says in the scripture and other places we'll read that shortly as well So there was a man sent from John, we're still in John's Gospel, chapter 1, whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. Uh, He himself was not the light, he came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. And then in his letters later on, recorded later in the Bible, 1 John, chapter 1, says this specifically... This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you, God is light. God's light. We also read other places that God is love, but love is light. If God is light, uh, light and God is love, then the two can't be incompatible. They're actually completely and utterly intertwined like the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit in the sense of how we understand the Trinity. If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. And so the reality of what I want to say this morning is I'm just feeling drawn back to my old ways of preaching acrostics. So we've got an acrostic for the word light. Easy to take notes if you're taking notes. This has just been a bit of preamble, okay? Um, And so I want to say I had a bit of an aha moment about light this week and the significance of Jesus wanting me, wanting us, wanting you, wanting our church to actually walk in the light. When people stepped into the Christmas market, it's amazing that the atmosphere that's created at night is created by lights, They step into a space we create on purpose with lights and other things to actually convey to people they are stepping into something unique and special. That's the way we interact with Jesus. We step into his light. 
He is light. His light gets in us so that he says in another place, in Matthew's gospel, Jesus says, hey, Martin, you are the light and you are salt, Jordan. Salt and light. It's like, hang on a minute, I thought he was. No, he's making a statement about who's who in the zoo. When Jesus is in you, you are the light. Because he's trying to, John's trying to convey, you can't split it up. You can't be dark and light. If Jesus is walking with you, you're walking in the light. You're walking as the light. You are the light of the world. I love the fact that he's not saying, I'm the light of the world, and you're just a little pleb. (laughs) Jesus, the King of Kings, wants you to understand, wants me to understand. He wants to be within me so that I can honestly say I am the light of the world without getting a big head. It's not about being self-righteous or self-promoting. It's a reality that his light shines through the darkness. And uh, what I love about this is, for me, in our darkest moment, it's just possible you're sitting in church this morning in the middle of a dark season in your life. Maybe it's not overwhelming, maybe it's not all the time, but you can just get into a dark place. I want to encourage you this morning, Jesus was born in darkness. Your darkest darkness can't shut the door unless you choose to be hearted about it, but his light can drop in. He didn't drop in in 2023, he didn't drop in in 1000 BC, Jesus dropped in on the day he was born. A day that God had ordained before the beginning of time. I think probably the best way to say that, God's ability and willingness to drop into your darkness is pretty full on. He wants his presence, his light, to just be birthed, so to speak, into your dark spot, into that complicated part of your life. Maybe that place where you... Don't let too many other people in. It's just this quiet but a little bit broken part of your life. My prayer this morning is you'll let Jesus appear. Let his light just get into that space. Whoops. My little dude like he just went crazy. So, here we go. Light. Five letter. Is it five? Just as well. I might be able to use that in Wordle. That's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> haven't used that yet. Maybe it'll be the word tomorrow. Christmas Day. That would be a little bit weird, wouldn't it? Anyway, just keep on keeping on, Bruce. Okay, get on with it. All right, yes, Julie, I'm hearing you. So the first, the first thing I thought about with the uh, word light is to look. Like light makes it possible for us to, to see stuff. No, no doubt about that. It provides the means to see. In your current context, a background question to that is, what am I supposed to see? Just because the light's on doesn't mean I've got my eye on the right thing. So I want to encourage you to look. Look. Just look around your life. Look around your current context. What is it that I'm supposed to see? The angels appeared to the shepherds, and they were supposed to see that. But they didn't just see angels, they saw the opportunity to go and see something else. It's like, are you looking for something this morning? And God's asking you to 
keep looking. Look, change what you're looking at. Maybe you're looking at a problem and the solution to that problem is to not look at it. It's to look at something else which will solve the problem, just as an example. The second word that popped into my mind was invite those you can currently see people in your current context, people that are friends, people that are people you trust, people that you know and love you have got your back. Invite them to speak to you. The angel didn't give the shepherds an option to not hear from him or her or they or them. Just covering the bases, feeling a little bit naughty. Some of you look at me like, what is this guy on this morning? <laughs> it's Christmas time, come on! <laughs> Eggnog! <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Invite those you can currently see. Is there somebody you've actually got in your circle of friendship or in your family that you've deliberately ignored? For a little while. You just don't listen to what they've got to say. Maybe it's time to invite them to just talk to you. Open up the door of communication again. So light makes these sorts of things that could be hard possible to do. The other thing that the shepherds did is they actually went, so the words go... They went where they were told. I said, something spectacular has happened down in Bethlehem. You need to go and check it out. So their response is, let's go. Go where you get some advice to go. If someone tells you to or encourages you and helps you to do something <clears throat> um, or gives you a suggestion that would be good, don't just say, thanks for your advice. No worries, I'll just take it on board. I'll go away and pray about it and think about it. And, why not just go? Have a crack at it. I like the idea that these um, shepherds, they went. Fourth point. They said this, let's go. Let's, apostrophe, L-E-T apostrophe S, let us. Let's go. It's like, we're going to send Bruce down advanced party this thing was pretty scary we're going to send he's going to go down actually I think we might send Brad he's pretty pretty brave over there we'll send Brad the advanced party he can come back and give us a report no no they they all just said let's go it's like there's this sense of gathering and as Christ followers I'd, I'd want to say one of the things that this year has impressed on me more than anything is the importance of us let us do this let, let, let us do the Christmas market. Let us do church. We have a team and teams of people every week that make this service happen here in Harndorf, in Parkside and at Henley Beach and I guess every other church that you could think of around the countryside. It takes people. It's an us thing. Church is us, not me. It's us. And so let's, let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has told us about. They had no doubt. They didn't go, I wonder if it's true. Their statement is, go and see this thing has happened. They were like, the angel said it, it's true. We're on our way, let's go. So let's go into 2024. 
Let's launch into the new year together with a great sense of determination. And then finally, the last part of the light experience is to tell others. It's not an experience to have. Church is not meant to be, I come to church, sing a few songs, hang out with my friends, get a feel-good moment with Jesus and go home. And then claw my way through the next week until next Sunday. That's not the way it's supposed to be. If that's how you live in life, I've got a suggestion for you. Change. Change the way you're doing life to this. Tell others. The way to unlock life with meaning is to be doing exactly what these shepherds did at the end of this chapter, or in verse 17 and 18. When they had seen him, that is Jesus, they spread the word. Spread the word. Say that with me. Spread the word. I'll say it again. Spread the word. They're on a mission from that moment. Visitation, they go, they see, they meet Jesus, and then they tell other people. If you're clawing your way through life, can I suggest to you one of the ways to stop that clamor from one high point to the next is to be a tell other people about Jesus person. And he will give you, I've got no doubt, he will give you a, a means of ironing out that bump from high point, high point, high point. Let's just tell others. Why don't we stand to our feet and we'll close. So just to recap, look around, invite somebody, invite a friend, invite a colleague, invite someone you trust closely. to give you a pointer say what do you reckon I should do next I'm thinking about this what do you what do you think invite some feedback from people that you trust and do what they say have a go at it just go and do it and help others to discover the light they went not just one of them help others take other people with you and then tell people about Jesus Father, we pray this morning right now that we would have a light-fueled Christmas. And Lord, that you would watch over us. Lord, that as the shepherds discovered Jesus, that we would discover him afresh this year in our lives. Lord, for anyone who's not just um, connected to him, either listening online or standing in this auditorium this morning, I pray that right now, Lord, curiosity would draw them to a place of going to see him. And so we pray, Lord, for salvations, for people to come to Christ today, tomorrow, into 2024. You'd fill our churches, Lord, with people coming to Christ. Thank you, Lord. And we pray that you'd help us to always walk as the light. You've called us light, and Lord, we want to walk in our community as light in all that we do. In Jesus' name, amen.